For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Buffalo Bills have made big moves in their leadership with two new coordinators named. We break down what it means. Hi, from Las Vegas. We'll talk about the Super Bowl matchup, our thoughts on that, but then also a few Bills connections out here. The Play Action Podcast starts now. Hey, everyone. I am joining y'all from Las Vegas. You can see a little bit of it behind me. We'll have more on that later as we talk about some Super Bowl tie-ins for the Bills this week. But let's start with coordinators. The Bills finally have settled in on their offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, and their defensive coordinator, and Bobby Babich. Now, that is a promotion for Babich. Mark, let's start just kind of initial thoughts on Bobby Babich moving from linebackers coach to defensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think clearly uh, Sean McDermott, uh, this is a young, uprising, talented coach, age 40, who Sean McDermott didn't want to get away. Uh, Babich had interviews with uh, the New York Giants and Brian Dable, uh, the Miami Dolphins, the Green Bay Packers, um, and uh, McDermott uh, promoted him to avoid him from uh, leaving. Um, I think Babich is a really good communicator. This is a guy who just has leadership coming out of his eyeballs. And uh, I think, uh, you know, actions uh, speak for themselves. McDermott did not want this guy to get away. As a result, Eric Washington, defensive line coach, left uh, because he wasn't getting he, – McDermott clearly picked Babich over Washington. So Washington left and became defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. I will start with a selfish take on this, and that is we talk to the defensive coordinator once a week. I always find their insights very valuable. I love getting to hear what guys say about the team, no matter who we're covering. And I've interviewed Bobby Babich a few times to the side when he was just linebackers coach. And I feel like when I talk to him, I feel ready to play defense myself. His energy is unreal. He's just kind of the way he carries himself. Like guys on the team love him, but even just talking to him about the players, you know, um, was working on a story last year on Terrell Bernard and just talking to him an early morning at training camp. By the time we finished, I was like, I could also run through a wall today. Like I'm ready. I think he just, you know, you mentioned he oozes that leadership, that energy. Um, we'll get in a little bit more to kind of what he's brought around the bills defense as he's worked his way up through. But, you know, I definitely understand why the bills wanted to keep him. Um, I think the natural question now is who's going to call plays for the defense. Um, I caught up with Brandon Bean. Mark and I were both in Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl last week. You know, it is already time to start getting ready for the draft for us. But I talked to Brandon Bean while I was there and he said, they're still figuring that out. And a big part of that at the time was they still had a few more um, hires to make on the defensive side, as far as, you know, as Eric Washington has left, as Bobby Babbage is promoted, they have to backfill some of that stuff and they've made some moves there. But um, 
you know, I think that's still kind of the big question and the bills Bean was saying, at least they want to take their time to figure that out. There's no rush to make that decision, especially as there's still stuff to do on the defense. Personally, my gut is I think Babbage will eventually be calling the defense. I know Sean McDermott did it last <laughs> season as Leslie Frazier had stepped away. Um, and, you know, there's so much to be said about what he did with that defense through all that injury, through all those injuries, excuse me. Um, I think eventually it becomes Babbage, which is interesting. You know, he's, he's 40, he hasn't been a coordinator before, but the bills really trust him and just seeing what he's done with players. Um, you can see why he's risen through the ranks of the team. I agree with you that he, I think he does wind up calling the plays. Uh, yeah, maybe they haven't, uh, formally, uh, decided, but let's face it. Uh, Babbage had interview <laughs> interviews with the giants in Miami, where he was going to be the defensive coordinator uh, on for offensive head coaches and was going to call the plays. So uh, Babich in recent <laughs> staying with the bills, you know, he nailed this down to some degree. Uh, uh, so, or got a good, pretty good feel for it. I think um, one thing we should say is McDermott did a good job of calling the plays Uh this season. So I think there might be a perception. Oh, let, uh, let McDermott, uh, not call the plays anymore. That's a good thing. Uh, well, no, McDermott did a good job. I mean, uh, they lost, uh, three of their most talented, uh, defensive players to injury and they finished fourth in the league in points allowed and ninth in yards allowed. Now the defense was terrible, terrible, in the playoff loss to the chiefs and the defense is the reason their season ended, not the offense, the defense versus the chiefs is the reason they lost the game. Number one, not Tyler Bass, uh, the defense. Um, but, uh, McDermott did a really good job running the defense. So, but, uh, you know, this is the life, uh, in the NFL, you've got a, a talented rising, uh, young, coach. It's a young man's game. Uh, I agree that Babich will wind up uh, calling the plays. Switching to the offensive side of the ball, the Bills uh, also made news there by formally uh, naming, promoting uh, Joe Brady from interim offensive coordinator to uh, the permanent offensive coordinator job. Catherine, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we had talked previously how we kind of expected this. And I think when you look back at some of, some of the end of the season comments from players, coaches, Brandon Bean, it almost, it felt expected. Like there was obviously a process to go through. The Bills did that. They um, went through the full interview process, met all the NFL needs. But I mean, I recall during the end of the season press conferences, there was a point where Brandon Bean was asked about Joe Brady and it almost felt like he was talking future tense of, you know, when he's offensive coordinator. Um, again, they checked all the boxes to make sure they were doing everything they needed, but not really a surprise um, that Joe Brady will be the OC next year. Uh, yeah. I mean, if anybody who listened to our last podcast knows that we were fully uh, on board with uh, uh, expecting uh, it was a fait accompli that Brady was going to, yes, they had to interview other people, but it was going to be Brady. Uh, Josh, want, Josh Allen wanted Brady. 
Uh, now, while it's true, Josh Allen wanted Ken Dorsey, but Ken Dorsey wasn't a total failure. Um, and Brady continued a lot of the things that uh, Dorsey was doing. Um, but uh, Brady did do a good job. He did. Now, he had a couple of benefit. A couple of things went right for Brady that had gone wrong for Dorsey, uh, such as uh, Dawson Knox was hurt. Uh, and Dorsey kind of couldn't mix up the personnel. Um, and Dorsey also wasn't, Josh Allen was coming back from his shoulder injury or, uh, you know, that he didn't miss any time, but got, took a really, really hard hit on the shoulder in the Giants game. So uh, Josh wasn't running. So Dorsey comes in, uh, Knox gets healthy. They can go back to alternating between, personnel groups keeping defenses off their heel on their heels and Josh now can run more um you know Dorsey did an excellent job he did an, uh, an outstanding job and credit to Sean McDermott for having Dorsey uh in the fold when Brian Dable left he hired you know he promoted uh Dorsey but then brought in uh Brady who was highly regarded uh as it was yeah, I think as well, we talked about the energy that Bobby Babich brings to the team. Um, it was really interesting, again, talking to Brandon Bean down in Mobile about just kind of having both of these pos uh, positions finally solidified. And he was saying about Bobby Babich and Joe Brady, he told me they're both very energetic. They're going to bring a youthful energy to both sides of the ball. I'm sure practices at training camp will be very spirited on both sides, and that'll be good. It's contagious when you have young guys with energy. So as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, I am joining y'all from Las Vegas. Jay Skirsky and I are out here covering any Bills tie-ins this week, as well as just the Super Bowl itself, which, um, you know, big matchup, Kansas City, San Francisco. Mark, what are your early thoughts just kind of on the meeting of these two teams? I'm surprised San Francisco is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, why is that? I, uh, San Francisco was lucky to beat Green Bay and lucky to beat Detroit, if you ask me. Uh, Kansas City has Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so, but far be it from me to doubt Vegas odd makers. They know what they're doing. Um, so that, that, that gives me pause. I like Kansas City. Um, you know, I think this is a game where uh, the Bills really, uh, on offense, showed the blueprint for beating Kansas City. Uh, control the ball, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. It worked twice uh, in the last two months. Uh, you know, the Bills won the first one in Kansas City, and couldn't win the second one because their defense couldn't, you know, was too depleted and, and, and gave, gave Kansas city like uh, 27 yards of play um, or 7.9 or something. Like <laughs> it rounds that. Anyway, um, I think, I think Kansas city or San Francisco on the surface is well built to run on Kansas city. The, the 49ers were the number three rushing team in the league, but if Kansas city gets up, uh, Brock Purdy needs to play on schedule. Uh, I don't, uh, if, if, if you get, uh, Brock Purdy playing from behind against Steve Spagnuolo's defense, which is going to attack him, it could be lights out. 
Yeah, it's an interesting matchup for sure. Something I am keeping an eye on this week is they're obviously not playing against each other at the same time on the field, but the tight end matchup in Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Um, One of my favorite parts of the opening night of the Super Bowl, which is extremely, extremely chaotic. It's just um, this year they had it at Allegiant Stadium. So where the game will be played, but there's, you know, 10 guys at podiums and then everyone else is just kind of walking around. There's a massive mob and you can talk to anyone. You just have to find them or break through to the podium, which is, I don't know, a sport in and of itself. Um, But assistant coaches are out there too. And it was really uh, fun for me to talk to the tight end coaches on both teams, just to see kind of their thoughts on the position evolving, um, what it's like to have this showcase between Kelsey and Kittle both out there, but also get a little bit of their thoughts on what the Bills are doing with tight end. You know, that's a position they've heavily invested in, Um, you know, still trying to figure out a little bit of how to deploy those guys. As you mentioned earlier, Knox was hurt for part of the year. Dalton Kincaid, you know, I think we saw kind of what he did as the season went on. Um, He Vegas native is actually going to be out here this week too. So I'll be catching up with him later this week. Um, But I think that's a cool part of the matchup for me of, again, those guys aren't facing each other at the same time on the field, but just kind of seeing what they can both do and how they're trying to one up each other as um, Kansas city tight ends coach, Tom Melvin told me of seeing just kind of, you know, they're each trying to prove like, Hey, I'm the tight end for the league to watch. And it is a great matchup. I mean, and Kelsey is the, you know, the greatest receiving tight end in the league. And Kittle is the, you know, the arguably the best all around because he's a better blocker uh, than most uh, tight ends uh, out there. So he is a true all around blocking, receiving great tight end. Uh, a great thing to watch. And, uh, and, you know, can anybody stop Travis Kelsey? a good question um yeah there's going to be a few bills passing through las vegas this week as well so jay skirsky and i'll be catching up with them um nfl honors is tomorrow night so checking in with a few guys who are up for awards but you know i think this week is also just a reminder to the bills of you know what do we have to tweak next year to make sure we are actually participating in this game versus just checking in in Vegas and talking to people out there. Um, I think it's a really motivating week for guys. However, they, you know, some people don't really watch it. Um, Football players, I mean, that is few and far between. I think most of them are going to be tuned in. But I think it's interesting guys who are kind of like, I've got to tune some of it out because it's still kind of re-ups that this could have been us and we fell short. So like I said before, Jay Skirsky and I are out here all week for the Buffalo News um, we'll be having different stories about the teams in the Super Bowl, but also the Bills tie-in. So make sure y'all are reading buffalonews.com and then checking back for me and Mark. Um, we'll be back later this month with another podcast. So make sure you subscribe and keep listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.